Welcome to Anchored with Mike Robinson. As you listen today, you will discover what it means to have Jesus Christ as the anchor of your soul. Let's discover him and find purpose today. It's so good to have Skylar Linderman with me again today. Um, we, uh, we were just talking about uh, a scripture that, that I, uh, I received this scripture. It's one of the first scriptures I ever uh, had as a Christian uh, being called into the ministry. Mm-hmm. And I know there's, you know, we're, we're all in ministry, but it's uh, Luke 4 and uh, 18 to 20. And you were sharing a, a word from that. And I'd like you to share that today on Anchored. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and have you, you start off and read that, Skylar. Okay. Yeah, Luke 4:18 uh, through 20. Uh, this is out of the NLT. Says, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me, for he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim that captives will be released, that the blind will see, that the oppressed will be set free, and that the time of the Lord's favor has come. And he rolled up the scroll, handed it back to the attendant, and sat down. All eyes in the synagogue looked at him intently. Let me go ahead and read verse 21. Then he began to speak to them that this scripture you've just heard has been fulfilled this very day. And, uh, of course, Jesus is in the synagogue. He he had just been baptized and and came out of the water. The Spirit of the Lord came and rested upon him, and then he was driven out into the wilderness for 40 days where he was tested. And then he came out of the wilderness in the power of the Holy Spirit, it says. And then he comes to the synagogue here in his hometown. And this is where he stands up and declares here out of Isaiah 61. And he's declaring that this is my calling. This is my purpose for being here, that I am the Messiah and that I've come to bring good news to the poor. I've come to set the captives free. I've come to give sight to the blind. And, uh, and the amazing thing is that Jesus then takes his disciples over the next three years and trains them how to heal the sick, to raise right. the dead, to cleanse the leper, to cast out devils. Um, and then at the end of, of John, he says, just as the Father has sent me, now I send you. And, and uh, yesterday I preached this message entitled, You Are Called you are called that that we have all have a calling yes. upon our lives, and this same calling that Jesus has, uh, that He declares here in Luke four, He's given us that same calling to go into all the world and to preach the good news of Jesus Christ. And, and I love in Acts Acts chapter one, the disciples are asking Jesus, uh, "Is now the time you're going to restore the kingdom back to Israel?" And then Jesus said, "It's not." for you to know the times or the seasons because see they they were wanting jesus to come and to set up his political kingdom take a military and overpower and overthrow the roman empire Um, but jesus said no 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 that's that's not the way i'm going to do things he said but what you do need to know is this that you shall receive power when the holy spirit comes upon you and you will be my witnesses basically to the ends of the earth And this is a word for you right now, friend, that you have been called, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you to be a witness of Jesus Christ to the very ends of the earth. Um, And so, and so uh, the the three things that I really see here uh, that, that God has given us an anointing, that God has given us a message, and God has given us an urgency uh, to reach the lost. 
Um, and you really see the heart of God in this, in this scripture. And, and the scripture that I think um, illustrates the heart of God more than any other is John 3.16. We hear it all the time, but it, it never loses its power. That God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. When he says that he loved the world, he's talking about the people of the world. He's talking about you. And it shows us the great value that God has put on every individual life. Everybody that you've ever known, everybody throughout human history, God gave his most prized possession. God gave his most prized possession for you. Um, and, And it shows us that his love is everlasting, that his love will reach to the darkest places Um, And that nobody is too far gone for Jesus, that he loves them, that he gave his son, that his blood is powerful enough to snatch you out of any pit that you're in uh, this morning or this evening. And, uh, And so this is our calling. Our calling is to go out and be representatives of Jesus Christ everywhere um, that we go. And I guess we can, we can talk about each, each one of those, the anointing, the, the message and the urgency. Right. Yeah, you know, I I love I love that John three sixteen when you make it personal, right? You know, it's so true. It, it doesn't. He still the, it leaves the ninety nine and goes for the one, right? He when you say the whole world, it it's it paints one picture in our mind. No words paint pictures, right? And um, it paints one picture in our mind. But when you make it specific and say, you know, for you, right? Um, you know, Jesus died for you, for right. you and me, and it, it makes it personal you really realize the impact that that has that that's we have that kind of god right and i love that you say nobody is too far gone right and and you know we're we're all called i, I just i think that dynamic is changing in the church throughout the world right that we're realizing it's it's uh, the way god is going to move is is friend to friend neighbor to neighbor person to person right that we we take we rip the labels off right and we begin to meet human beings one on one Right. Just like God individually gave us each a fingerprint, you know, that fingerprint shows us that we're unique. It, it, there's no two fingerprints alike on this earth. Right. And it doesn't matter our race, our, our what nation, what, what right. language we speak, where we've come from today, whether we've, we've been uh, raised in a, in a family that's very prominent and wealthy or we've been uh, raised in a poor family or don't even know our father and mother. He's a, he's a father to the fatherless. Right. But we're all called. Right. That's what's amazing. There's no, there's no system, social system with God where one's better than another. And, you know, I like when, you know, the point on the anointing, we're all anointed. Right. The Bible says, John, you know, first John two twenty, we have an anointing of the Holy one. Right. We're all, we're all anointed. And that when we talk about being anchored with Jesus, uh, and staying anchored, that anointing is so important because it means to smear on, to rub on, to paint on. Right. Um, you know, that means when we get with Jesus and when we pray, um, and you know, we know we're called to be anointed and we are anointed that the more time we spend with him in prayer, the more he smears on and rubs on and paints his nature on us. Uh, the more we read his word, uh, the more that his nature and his character get in us and we understand the character and the nature of God. Right. And we know, we know then that the spirit of the Lord is upon me. Right. And we don't have to feel it. Right. We don't have to see it. Right. It, we, it's a fact. Right. You know, it's there. It's that, and it's that, you know, that power, 
uh, it's part of that power that's there in us. Right. It's built in us. Right. And, and it's, it's crazy when I, when I had this revelation that, you see, Jesus did no miracle until he was baptized in water and he came out of the water and the Spirit of God came and rested upon him. In Philippians 2, it talks about how Jesus set aside his deity, his equality with God, and put on the restrictions of flesh. Uh, Jesus came as a baby. He had to be nursed by his mother. He had to learn how to walk. He had to learn how to talk. They had to change his diapers. I mean, it's just crazy to think of the son of the living God. He chose to put on these restrictions. Um, and he showed us exactly how we are to live. And, and that when we are filled with the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit comes upon us, then we can do the same things that Jesus did. He said that these works that you've seen me do, you will do also, and you will even do greater works than these. So this isn't like a fantasy book that we read when we read the Bible. When we read the book of Acts and we see how these disciples, when they were filled with the Holy Spirit on the day of Pentecost, and they got up and they went and flipped the world upside down. Um, you and I are disciples now because of these men um, on that day standing. And there's been many times when God has called me to do something and I did not want to do it or I was scared. I was in my flesh. I didn't feel the presence of mm-hmm. God. I didn't feel peace whatsoever. But when I stepped out, you, the spirit of the Lord would be upon me. Yes. And it's just like the words that he was putting in my mouth or, or cutting straight um, to the heart. And the, the thing is, it, it doesn't, you don't have to be a pastor, you don't have to be a missionary, you don't have to be an evangelist, right. uh, you just have to be a disciple of Jesus Christ, and you are called, you are called to heal the sick, to raise the dead, uh, to cast out devils. Um, yes. You have an anointing, and, and God has given us a message as well in the, the gospel, John three sixteen. Uh, telling people that God loves them, that he's got a plan for their life, that if they would just turn from their sins and call upon him with a surrendered heart, he will set them free, he will empower them. Um, And he's also given us an urgency. Uh, We're living in an hour, there's great darkness all across this world. And it's not going to be a political system that's going to change things. It's not going to be a president uh, it's not going to be a dictator. It's not going to be a king. Well, it is going to be a king. It's going <laughs> to be the king. king of kings and the Lord of lords ruling and reigning through his church. Um, this is the answer. You are the answer to, to answer that call that God has for your life uh, today. And I'm believing people are going to even receive callings today to realize that I am called. Uh, you might be a plumber. You might be an electrician. You have a calling. You have a mission field. You have people that you can reach that nobody else can reach. So so just pay attention to when you're working, to wherever you are, and know that you have an anointing, and the message of the gospel is powerful in your mouth. I heard uh, Ken Pounder say this, that... uh, that the word of God in your mouth is just as powerful as the word of God in his own mouth. Yes. Uh, and that's a wild revelation to receive that, that you, have a, you have great purpose in your life. And God has put great value on your life and those lives around you, no matter where you are today. Right. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, it's, it's so, I love that saying also. I believe uh, Charles Capps used to say that. Okay. That same thing. But, um, you know, uh, when we, we see that we're all called, it, it, we had an interesting, I had an interesting thing happen. It so blesses me, you know, I've pastored a church for over 30 years, but it blesses me when your disciples make disciples right. and, and you see their fruit 
has fruit. Right. And that's when fruit remains right. is when your fruit has fruit, you know? And, um, so this, this person called me in the medical field during COVID and, and you know, it's, it's, I'm glad we have the technology to, to do FaceTime and zoom and all right. those things, but they, they were able to FaceTime with me to somebody they had led to Jesus, uh, in, in their practice, in their medical practice. Right. And, um, it just, it thrilled me that, you know, they, they're called in their place in, in some of the worst of times and some of the worst situations, right. um, to be that light to people, right. you know, and maybe though, um, the world's rules, you know, says Jesus out it, Jesus right. gets in through us. Right. And that's, that's, you know, we're going to be his hands and feet. And when you see that happen, when I, I was just so thrilled to be on the phone to just confirm yeah. his, his, his confession of Christ. And the person was crying oh, there wow. at, at their, uh, their place. And, um, they were, they were just rejoicing and we rejoiced together. And then I was able to pray with them and it That's was awesome. all, it was all through technology, right. but it just, it blessed me because I thought there's no way I could get in that that medical office. There's no way I could get in that hospital, but the people that work there, they're frontline. They're not just frontline taking care of these people physically, but spiritually they are. And just like school teachers and truck drivers and, you know, whatever they do, Uh, if they work in a field, if they're farmers, you know, it doesn't matter. The people that we run into, we really have, the church really has to get a vision of that in this hour. And, um, so that's why, you know, I'm so stirred by that and knowing so many times I've depended on that scripture, um, Luke four eighteen to 20 and in my, in my Bible, I'll never forget. I wrote it in my Bible at the end that, um, when Jesus sat down and, and he, he gave them the book back, I wrote, he, then he said, roll up your sleeves and get to work, yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. And so yeah. I wrote that in my Bible because wow, that was good. for me, roll up your sleeves and get to work. Right. I've anointed you. Right. You know, I've called you, you are called, you're anointed, you've got That's power, great. you can go out and, you know, and, and do all these things that I've commanded you to do, but it's time to roll up your sleeves and get to work. Amen. And I, I look at that. If there's an hour, the church needs to roll up their sleeves and get to work. Right. It's now. Absolutely. And, uh, and know we're all called. So we just, we pray and thank you today, God, that, that everyone listening to this broadcast is called today and that they'll walk in Luke four eighteen to 20, yes, not just Lord. read it, but walk in it in Jesus name. Amen. Thanks for tuning in today, you can find us at anchorchurch.live. Please let us know you're listening by filling out the digital connection card on our website. Again, that's anchorchurch.live. Remember, stand firm, stay anchored to Jesus, and you will weather any storm.